This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. It's three years today since supporters of former President Donald Trump stormed the U.S. Capitol, attempting to stop Congress from certifying that Joe Biden had won the 2020 presidential election. The FBI announced its agents raided a ranch in Groveland, Florida today and captured three people wanted in that attack. Republicans are increasingly downplaying the violence and offending former President Trump. NPR's Deidre Walsh reports. Days after the January 6th riot, many top Republican leaders denounced Trump and criticized those who wielded weapons and breached the building. Three years later, the GOP has largely rallied around Trump, the frontrunner for the 2024 presidential nomination. A new Washington Post-University of Maryland poll found that while a majority of Americans believe the attack should not be forgotten, 7 in 10 Republicans believe it is time to move on. And just 14 percent of Republicans assigned Trump a great or good deal of blame for inciting the riot, down from 27 percent two years ago. Deirdre Walsh, NPR News. Alaska Airlines is temporarily grounding its fleet of Boeing MAX 9 aircraft after yesterday's emergency landing in Portland, Oregon. NPR's Joel Rose reports the aircraft was forced to land after a window in a piece of fuselage blew out in midair. The Alaska Airlines flight had just taken off from Portland when passengers say a window in a piece of fuselage next to an exit row blew off at 16,000 feet, leaving a gaping hole on the plane's left side. The flight, carrying 171 passengers and six crew members, returned to the airport, and no casualties were reported. Within hours, the company said it was grounding all 65 of its Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft until it could inspect each plane, which is expected to take several days. This is just the latest incident involving a Boeing MAX aircraft. In 2019, all Boeing MAX jets were grounded worldwide for more than a year after two crashes involving MAX 8 jets. Joel Rose, NPR News. Ukraine is condemning a decree signed by President Vladimir Putin, making it possible to confer Russian citizenship on thousands of Ukrainian children forcibly moved to Russia or occupied territories. The BBC's Sasha Schlichter reports. The Ukrainian foreign ministry calls the decree illegal. The ministry sees this as Russia's attempt to solve its own demographic crisis, describing it as a gross violation of Ukrainian and international laws and children's rights. But it sees a silver lining in that the decree is yet more evidence of Russia's policy of forced assimilation of Ukrainian children and crimes against Ukraine in general. Russia is openly proud of its policy of forced deportation saying it's moving the children out of harm's way. The BBC's Sasha Schlichter reporting. You're listening to NPR News. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is on a diplomatic mission to the Middle East, his fourth in three months, as concerns mount that Israel's war against Hamas in Gaza could explode into a larger conflict. He began the week-long trip today in Istanbul and will then go on to Greece and Jordan, He'll wrap up his tour next week with stops in Israel, the West Bank, and Egypt. North Korea conducted a second straight day of artillery drills today near the maritime border between the two Koreas. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports from Seoul. South Korea's military says the North fired about 60 shells into waters off its southwest coast compared to more than 200 rounds fired Friday. 
The rounds fell in a maritime buffer zone where military exercises are barred by a 2018 agreement between the two Koreas. But South Korea has partially pulled out of the pact while the North has abandoned it completely. The State Department on Friday called for North Korea to refrain from provocative and destabilizing behavior and return to negotiations with the U.S. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, though, says conflict with the U.S. and South Korea looks increasingly likely and has told his military to prepare for it. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. House Speaker Mike Johnson sent a letter to the White House today inviting President Biden to deliver his annual State of the Union address to Congress on March 7th. This will be the first State of the Union for Johnson as Speaker. March 7th is after two critical deadlines for Congress to act in order to avoid a government shutdown. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington.